It's just about that time of the week. Time for the weekly Weebs podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite Weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Weebs. We're back. We're doing things a little bit different this week. We'll get into that here in a little bit. Start out like we normally do, though, with a little bit of anime news. And my news this week, I actually switched up from what I had originally, but Netflix has a new anime coming out about the only black samurai in history. It's going to be titled Yasuki, Yasuke. I saw that. It is literally the only black samurai in the history of Japan, a man straight out of Africa. It's going to be um, created by Mappa Studios, who we've already talked about. Dude, I fuck, literally, that's my favorite animation studio right now. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dude. final season of Attack on Titan, Yuri on Ice, we did an entire episode on that, which by the way you can find out on our Podbean and our Spotify, as well as on our Facebook, Weekly Weebs, or uh, The Weekly Weebs on Twitter as well. As well as The Weekly Weebs podcast on Instagram, yeah. we'll have stuff posted there quite often. So it will also be, uh, all the music will be done by Flying Lotus Music, and Lake Stanfield will be taking care of the voicing, voice you know, recording and everything like that. It'll be six episodes, and I'm just really excited to uh, have this one come out because it's a really cool story. Is it like one season, the six episodes, or is it going I think to it's be... just going to be six episodes. It's going to be a story about his life. I just feel like all the Dopa shows involve samurais. Samurai Jack. Samurai Shampoo. Afro Samurai. Afro Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just more of like... <laughs> Rooney Kenshin. I haven't finished that. It's, I've only watched like five episodes. It's great. Yeah. I was kind of more referring to Samurai Jack because that show's goat. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. All right, to my left. How's it going, everybody? Crimson here. Um, some news about Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2. Um, we have a schedule for October of 2021 for the second season to come out. Wiki, you are like right in my April, face. May, June, July... August, August, November, Sept- September, September, September October. October, seven months. That's too long. But it's <laughs> it's coming around, you know, the fall twenty twenty one anime year or anime season. So I have a good feeling about. I've I've had a good fe- we've had a good feeling about this year as a whole with anime. So Dude, having this add into the year with anime, seven be good. months. We've already waited so long. I mean, yeah, but we also waited really long for Promise Neverland Season 2. Yeah, but I like S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero a lot more than Promise Neverland. Yeah. To be, I mean, That's fair. That is fair. But, to my left... It's Wiki, coming back at you with the, with the news fact from my phone. another horrible intro. <laughs> it's a fantastic intro. You can suck my wiener. Uh, I got the news, and it says news... The ancient Magus Bride manga gets a new anime with new studio. The official Twitter account of the place, because I don't know how to pronounce half the shit they say, uh, on Wednesday that the manga is inspiring a new anime project starting with an original, starting with an original anime disc, AOD series titled The Ancient Magus Bride, The Boy from the West, and The Night of the Mountain Haze. 
And uh, the three episode AOD will be bundled with the limited editions of the manga, 16th, 17th, and 18th volumes. And it goes on to tell you the shipment dates and stuff like that. But the show's really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Yep. Zerio Machini, to my left. I'm here from another dimension. Uh, and uh, my news this week is for any Dr. Stone fans, uh, they're doing a, a secondary series called Dr. Stone Reboot Biakuya. I've seen which will, that. Uh, follow the events of uh, Senku's father, Biakuya, when space? he first landed uh, on Earth and was trying to rebuild civilization. I saw news on that. I was Dude. so tempted to do mine on it, but I was like, no, someone else is probably going to jump on it. That's going to be so sad. It's going to be depressing as hell, no doubt. Yeah, it's going to be super sad. But I'm really excited for it. Uh, you can already see a preview for it uh, on the Viz Media website. Um, I couldn't see a official release date, though. Yeah, I believe it'll probably come, like, maybe early next year, more than likely, because they're still not even halfway through uh, Season 2 of Stone. Yeah. Of Stone Wars? Yeah. yeah. Unless they somehow try to throw it into the middle, but I doubt they'll try that. Yeah. All right, so now that we have our news, we've got a uh, special guest joining us today. Uh, Sebastian, you want to uh, jump in, tell everyone about your Twitch channel and uh, where they can find you? Yeah. Hi, nerds. How are we doing? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. We're also known as weebs. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And you know what? I'm a nerd, too. I don't get in the anime thing, so me being here is a little off, but you'll find out later. He's going to say, we'll explain yeah. why. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, real name Sebastian, but you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash dire situations. i doing what I'm now calling the GPP streams, because normally I, I play a little bit about everything, and I like to chat with the with my chat, get everybody going, you know, be there for each other. But I'm going to go ahead with GPP because it's all it's mainly about ghosts, pirates, and pettiness. So, Not where I thought the end of that was going, so I'm glad you established the last one. Again, watch the second to last Sea of Thieves streams. Sea of Thieves stream, excuse me, and you'll understand why. Fair enough. Also, you can find me on Twitter at SituationDire1 because some a-hole stole my handle. And you can join me on Discord on my Discord, the Situation Room. Nice. Well, that's actually a really sick name. That is. I'm not gonna lie. That's a cool name. The Situation Room. I, I might have to do that after this. I'm gonna start beefing that Discord joke, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this is the situation, God. motherfucker. Hey, man. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Just Stop. every day, send a different gif of Mike the Situation. I was just team. about to say that. <laughs> Don't do that, because I don't want that to be my thing. I'm, like, trying, I'm trying to start like, a situation. Like, like Metallic Bow ended up with chairs somehow. <laughs> um, Fair. But Wiki just said something about The Office, and his birthday was on Monday. The Office? No, your birthday was on Monday, and you just brought up something about The Office, and I always get my friends gifts for their birthday. So... Since I'm I'm a little late, but I wasn't expecting this. this is kind of, I'm kind of I was. Happy birthday, friend! No fucking way, dude! What what is it? Do you, you want to tell the oh, fucking yeah, podcast? Oh yeah, I can just grab it because we're in a podcast. <laughs> it's a Shroot Farms hat. 
And it says beats on it. Nice. Sorry, that was me opening the package so I can put on a hat. This is fucking sick, dude. <laughs> oh, Hell, that's so that. weird that I said that. I'm gonna I, promise I, you, I, I did not fucking know. I was 100% honestly just gonna wait and save it, but you said that, so I had to go with it. Um, so before we get into kind of what we're talking about today, we'll take oh, care yeah. of normal business. Wait, what uh, does that work? So normally, obviously, we would get into our main topic right now for our anime discussion or whatever we will argue, talk about, give lists about, you know, that's the normal podcast thingy we do most weeks. This week we're doing kind of a spinoff. It is still the Weekly Weaves podcast, but it is Weekly Weaves special, our night in Villisca. Oh my god. This past weekend, the four of us, along with dire situations here, stayed at the Villisca Axe Murder House as part of my bachelor party. We oh, set up we set up audio recorders as well as did some EDP sessions. Caught a lot of stuff that we're going to go through and talk about with you guys tonight. And most importantly, just kind of talk about what the experience was like. And just give you an idea of what exactly Staying the Night in Villisca really is all about. I'm not going to lie, I'm getting chills literally right now. I looked at pictures of the house today and was literally getting goosebumps. Because like, fuck man. It's so like, it's one thing, like when you watch shows like Ghost Hunters and all that, like, it's one thing to look at those and kind of be skeptical about it and be like, oh, it's probably fake, it's probably Photoshop, whatever, and then there's others who are like, nah, it's real. Got a big head. As people who have actually been there now and getting all this stuff. Ooh. Uh, after spending that night in Valeska, uh, yeah. it's definitely a lot different than when you're seeing it on TV. Oh, yeah. I, I, I gained a lot more respect for those people. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, as someone who's been, I had been obsessed with this house since I ever heard, first heard of it. And I don't know, I maybe ten years old. That's fifteen years ago. It, it's. I've always wanted to go. I always wanted to spend the night, but actually being there was such a different like feeling. The mm-hmm. moment I walked into that house. I could just feel the heaviness. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Even if you had never heard of the place, don't know anything about it, and it was just another house on the block, you walk into that house and you just know something went down. Yeah. There's that un- unnerving feeling of, like, there's something up here. And yeah, I, I agree completely with that. And uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, WickWiki for being the one to actually set everything up, even though he was the one that did not want to go to the house among all of us. Literally, when he first brought up the idea to me, I was like, that's what you want to do, dude. I'm not going. And I am the senior co-best man at his wedding. I told him I wasn't going to go. And then I felt bad. I was like, all right, dude. Okay. And then he got really excited, and I still did not want to go. Who wants to go? I don't care if you're in a ghost any of that shit why would you want to go stay in the night of a house where people died that's my thing that's fucking weird I would like to address though 90% of the time we were there or at least 80% you were asleep false we were there for 15 hours I slept for probably about 4 you know what I slept for 2 hours before the witch hunt no I slept 2 hours before the witch hunt and I woke up on and off and then we, we, we did the witch hour thing right we left to go to the barn Stayed up then, went back to sleep for like two hours, and woke back up. You say 90% of the time. What? False. Why don't you use your math brain 
Alright, well, we're right. afraid of that. So, but, but, but we did have that awesome Bohemian Rhapsody uh, moment. And that was a great moment. That was, a great that moment. was actually a highlight of my life. <laughs> but, but to put it into perspective, you got four to five hours of sleep while the rest of us got maybe one. Got maybe one, yeah, if not, bad. if even that. Because I remember specifically going to bed, at least laying down around 5.50-ish. And being awake by six fifty ish. Like that's yeah, that's an hour, but how much of that was I actually like asleep? Yeah. I can't tell. And not paranoid. I'm cool with that. Oh, no, I, I, I wasn't paranoid. I put my sleeping bag over my head. I said <laughs> I don't want to see nothing else tonight. I don't want to hear nothing else tonight. <laughs> Even though I'm you're done. the one that had your head closest to the stairs. Oh yeah. I was you the, had your head close to the stairs. I was the one that was, if someone was active with it. If someone was going to die in the middle of the night, it was me. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it was either to be you or me. You by the stairs or me by the window. Like, it was inevitable. Me and Bryce strategically chose our sleeping places so well without Bro, even realizing fr- it. I didn't even have to choose my sleeping space and still end up... I was in basically the corner, but still not next to the wall so nothing could fall on me. I had people all around me that were going to get stepped on, touched before they reached yeah, me. Yeah, I was going to say, Frenchie and Metallic had really good spots, especially with Metallic being in the very far back corner from literally everything. If yeah. anything was going to get in there, they probably wouldn't even noticed him. I mean, yeah, this six foot five kid curled up like a freaking ball. He was probably only three feet tall while he was laying there. <laughs> <laughs> probably he was. He took his legs, folded it, and put him above his head. Yeah. So to kind of get into, urgent before we get too far into it, I do have to give our anime assignment yes. of the week, and I think it's kind of fitting. We're going to be doing Angels of Death. Yes! That's actually one I've been wanting to watch Dude, for it is a, while. a great show. Yes. Uh, you, you have been sitting on that one for a while. Yeah, I've been holding on to that one for a couple months at this point. I, I think the, ter- the title, very fitting. It is also kind of a murder mystery. So I think it goes along well with what we're talking about today. Yeah. And so yeah, Angels of Death, I think it's like 16 episodes. You can find it on Hulu. Very easy watch. And there's a lot of depth to that show. It's kind of depressing, but also really good. I actually think, I know you don't like anime, Dyer, but there's anime out there for everybody. You know that what? is a fact. You know what? I will admit, I'm not into the more adult animes, but I did watch all of Yu-Gi-Oh!, I did just recently watch, as soon as it came out on, I think, Netflix, when Avatar The Last Airbender came out, I watched that and Legend of Korra. Yeah. I've watched, periodically, Pokemon. But, as far as my anime experience goes, that's it. See? You see it's a dummy. No. And I watched the first season of Attack on Titan. Oh, oh can please continue but for the love of God. I have very hard time watching that show due to the animation of the Titans. That's fair. That is completely fair. <laughs> yeah. That, and that never gets better. That's the exact same all four seasons. I know that. I, I mean, I get behind the wall Titan. I get behind the beast Titan. But then just just the average grunt Titans, they literally just make me shiver because the they're too, so I mean, like, weird. And yeah, that may be the point, but it's just so out there. Yeah. That it makes it hard for me to continue watching. I tried to watch season two, but I literally got maybe two minutes into the first episode of season two. Saw a Titan was like, I can't do this. Okay, so getting back to Veliska. Do you want to do the history? Or do you want me I, to do the history? I think you, can, I can, you and I can go back a little forth on it. And especially correct me, because 
you, I've been obsessed with the house, but you've got me beat on knowledge and everything with it. Um, so, like, you mentioned your first experience around 10 or 11. Mine was at around 14. I randomly came across one, an episode of America's Most Haunted or something like that. Or America's Most Haunted Places. Some stupid title like that. And you got to point out, the only play, way you'll hear of this place is via medias like this or literally driving past it because they don't advertise the yeah, house. Yeah, it's all word of mouth. And so I watched this episode, and I'm like, I had never heard about this place. As soon as I watched this 30-minute episode about it, I was Googling it, doing research, and just fell in love with the idea of staying the night there. And uh, First time you saw the axe, bro. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at 14 years old, I uh, started doing a lot of research on this house and wanting to stay the night there, and never you know, really put anything together until... Uh, you know, this past week, but, um, our junior prom was the first experience I had seeing anything related to the house outside of, you know, watching Ghost Adventures Investigation or watching, um, you know, YouTube videos about the house. Uh, I was randomly looking, walking around our junior prom at the Iowa Historical Building looking for Wiki and I just happened to walk over a case. The only case I actually stopped and looked at all night Look down, and there's the fucking axe just sitting at our junior prom. Oh, we don't I, have to be PG? Okay. What? I'm used to being at least PG-13 on stream, so I didn't... <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm the reason. That's, uh, anyway, that's fine. That just means I can open the floodgates. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, yeah, so there's just the axe just sitting at our junior prom. And that was the first experience. Would definitely not be the last. But... Um, for a couple of years, never really did a whole lot with it, but um, that's kind of my experience of getting into it. But the background of the house. In 1912, specifically June 9th, the Moore family and two friend, friends of the children, Lena and Ina Stillinger, go back home from a children's event at the church. They did a play of some sort, can't... I, for the life of me and yeah. all the years experience researching it, can't figure even out what they were doing. But they do it a play of some sort from 8 p.m. to about 10 p.m. At the time, I guess, there was a dispute between the city council and the power company. So the power was out. It was very dark. So they go home. And actually, Ina and Lena were supposed to go to their grandmother's. But they did not want to walk that far in the dark. Which so, fair. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and if you ever go to Villisca, You'll even now, I would not want to walk alone in the dark. Especially... I wouldn't want to walk alone in that town during any time of the day. Yeah, so this, the uh, kind of rundown buildings we saw, that those were almost creepier than the house. Yeah. True. But back in the time, you got to remember, it was a very prosperous train town. Yeah. And that is actually why the tra that town was actually founded due to the train tracks. The town was founded around... It, basically, the town was a business. We heard so, a lot of the and isn't Velisca like some word for like evil spirit? So there is a mix between that. You watched the documentary. I fell asleep halfway through it. <laughs> I watched it the day after, so I was still really tired. Um, and yes, I did buy a copy. <laughs> Same. It's, sitting, it's so, currently sitting on my uh, counter. <laughs> mine's still sitting in my PlayStation. Um, so where was I? Documentary. Documentary. Blah, blah, blah. Trains. Trains, yeah. So, 
anyway, the power company, it was out. Ghost train. And so the girls did not want to walk home alone, or to their grandmothers alone. So they asked if they could stay with the Moors. The Moors called the Stillingers, and their older sister answered the phone. Their older sister said, yes, it's fine for them to stay the night. So that is how the Stillinger girls ended up in the house. So they <coughs> are up for maybe an hour more, eating milk and cookies, and then they all go to bed. Some bit, sometime after that point, thought to be anywhere from midnight to 5 a.m., a unknown figure, and I'm going to go with figure because we don't know if it was a man, a woman. We would assume man we, had the strength to swing an axe to kill six people. A minotaur. Eight but, people. Eight people. However, one blow, decent blow to the head with an axe will kill you instantly. Especially and, with the blunt end, because that is the end that was used. There was no chopping. It was full-on bludgeoning. Anyway, so from midnight to maybe around 5 a.m., this happens. At 5 a.m., Mary, the neighbor, comes out to start doing her chores. Notices the house is peculiarly quiet. And this is weird because at 5 a.m., J.B. Moore, the father, should have been off to work. And Sarah Moore, the mother, should have been out doing her chores. She waits about another two more hours before she decides to go and knock on the door. Back then, you know, privacy was a big thing. You don't just normally go knock on someone's door. She doesn't get an answer. So she calls Ross Moore, JB's brother, to come over and help. Eventually, after walking the house and not getting an answer, Ross Moore pulls out his spare key, opens the door, front door, walks through the parlor, opens the spare bedroom downstairs, sees two bodies, and from there, they find everybody dead in a bed, bludgeoned by an axe. Multiple times. Like 30 to 40 times per body. Yeah, it's kind of amazing to think of just the brutality that was used in this. And I think we'll talk maybe a little bit of uh, some theories we have a little bit later. Because there's been a lot. I like your theory. Are we each going to share our own theory? If you have one that is a serious theory. I have a serious theory. By the look on your face, I don't think it is. I have a serious theory. Um, I have a theory and I'm going to share it. No questions asked. I mean, everybody gets their time, but whatever comes out of your mouth, I'm not going to take it seriously. (laughs) Um, I've done extensive research. I've done so much research. But one of the big things with this is that the killer was never caught. The case to this day remains unsolved. There were multiple people that were tried to be taken to trial. There was a trial for Reverend Kelly, who was... A... Actually, Reverend Kelly was the only one to go to trial. Well, they tried taking FF... They uh, tried to take the senator, who I can't also remember the name of. Like, I think it was like FF Scott or something like something that. Like that. But he never, he never went to trial. Right. He had like a plain first name, last name. Yeah, it was definitely an F. Scott Fitzgerald situation. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, they tried, like, taking him through a grand jury, but there was just a lot of evidence that was very circumstantial, so they never really solidified a true suspect, true killer, anything like that. So there's wild theories to this day of who the killer was, what exactly happened, whether or not they stayed in the house, or, you know, because they found cigarette butts as well as imprints in the barn and upstairs. Bacon. They found bacon. We're not going to talk about that part, though. Bacon. 
That's yes. that. If you want to know about that, either listen to some podcasts on it. Why are we do your research. talking about the bacon? It's part of the thing. If because it's really fucked up. up. It I is, hate it. but it's part of the story. Do you want to talk about it? Go ahead. Yeah, it's expected that the dude used the bacon to jerk off to the children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the two downstairs. Lena, because yeah. Lena was, Lena was also. Is the oldest. She was 11 years old. She's the oldest of the Stillinger girls. Lena was found with her undergarments removed and her sleeping blouse up above her chest. In case anybody was questioning how much of a sick fuck this guy was. Yeah. yeah. This guy was not... And that's right. kind of what makes me automatically assume it was a guy. That... that Yeah, but, I mean, again, the after it all happened, the idiot of a sheriff the drunk of a sheriff left the house and told city hall what had happened and then by the time he got back with the doctor there was hundreds and thousands of people showing up and going through the house because morbid curiosity and ruining evidence and destroying the crime scene and that's part of the reason nothing was ever really done because if there was any evidence it was basically gone Part of supposedly part of Josiah Moore's skull was taken as a souvenir, which I think that is the, possibly the killer coming back and taking a souvenir from what he did. And if it's not yeah. the killer coming back and taking a souvenir, that person is just as messed up in, as the killer was, in my opinion. Right. Why do you need a piece of his skull? A piece of someone's yeah, skull. Yeah, why couldn't yeah. you just have taken like a piece of furniture? If you why did you have to take anything? But, yeah, like, I you mean, wanted a souvenir. What do you need a souvenir from of watching eight or seeing eight dead bodies? Six of yeah, which are children. A real fucking murder scene. What fucking monsters? Yeah. What? Yeah, and especially with six of them being children, no older, no older than eleven, because mm-hmm. the two oldest were both eleven years old. Yeah. It also doesn't help too that the drunk of the sheriff lost the axe for a while. Yeah. How did they? Yeah. He misplaced it, went and bought another one to try and use it in court as an example. And that's part of the reason that the court case pretty much got thrown out. And he eventually found it. So, like, the the original axe is on display at the house in the office. Isn't that... I thought we saw the axe at the... It was on display part-time at oh, the uh, okay. Iowa Historical Building. But now it is back, like, pretty much full-time. Unless they do, like, a special thing again. Wait, so the actual murder weapon was, was in the house that I slept in? It was it's, in the barn. That we sang Bohemian Rhapsody in. That we sang, a, we did a magical moment near a murder weapon. Don't we have a verse where we put a gun against his head, pull a finger, and dead next to a murder axe? Yeah. The glass case was the dude's desk that we were signing on. Yeah. You signed a piece of paper against the weapon. You signed a piece of paper. You signed a with your name above the murder weapon. Specifically, we always. <laughs> you signed your life away I don't above like the murder weapon. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even notice it. Yeah. Oh, we were, I literally fucking pointed it out. I, mean, I literally looked at you for... and said, Zach, that's the we- uh, that's the axe that was at our junior prom. Yeah, we were it? there for 14 Where hours. Like, oh, you were like, cool. oh, nice. And then just walked away. <laughs> you gotta also remember. You were also like super paranoid as a whole. You were just trying to just get the Oh, yeah, no, I was ready to fucking kill somebody, bro. Not even playing. <laughs> Wiki was definitely having some sort of nervous breakdown in that first two hours. I told like, them before hours. we even went there that if anybody. Tries to fucking scare me, and this entire like entirety of the night, 
Which I'm we going did. to fucking kill you. You didn't. No, he did. Yeah, I know it was pretty great. And I about punched my best friend. I will say this: you were more paranoid before we ate. Then we went once we got to the diner. Yeah, because then I was like so fucking full of food <laughs> that you wanted to. Sleep. I just wanted to. I ate so. You much had food. a? Did you have a hamburger, a tenderloin, and a piece of pie? And I also had a milkshake, <laughs> and fries, oh, and macaroni and cheese bites. Wiki definitely ate his feelings away. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to take a box, but I was like, she already brought three over. I don't want to bother her even more. I'm just going to eat it now. All right. Moving back to the house. Um, so the biggest thing with it is that, obviously, an event like that is going to leave some form of negative energy. And to this day is considered one of, if not the scariest places in the entire Midwest. And one of the top ten places in the entire country on most lists. Yeah. Because it is believed that all eight of the murder victims uh, go still inhabit the house, but also a negative imprint of the killer also remains. People have seen axe wielding shadows, um, myself included, after this past weekend. What wiki? Also, viewers, guess how many fucking people ended up going to the house that weekend? Eight. Eight, <laughs> eight of us went to the house where eight people were killed. Coincidence? I think not. Okay, well, moving on. Oh, yeah. That's part of the thing. I think it's interesting. Horror movie set up. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Anyways. <laughs> oh, there's eight horror movies. It's you know, like the bad setup for like a B horror. <laughs> it's like oh, Cabin eight, in the Woods. There's eight of you and eight people died in this house. It's a Cabin in the Woods situation all over again. Some things are left better dead. By the way, shout out to TJ's Cafe. Yes. Best place ever. Cheap food, delicious food. Did give me the shits, though. So It was very greasy, I will say that. I love greasy food. Yeah, it was delicious. It yeah, wasn't that great. Especially when you have to run outside to the barn for the only bathroom on the property. Dude, if I don't... Yeah, and they uh, had homemade ice cream. Dude, that ice cream was so good. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. So, Hi, also very good. We digress again for the third time. This is a part of the entire minutes. trip. This is the whole experience. Yeah, it'll happen a lot. Yeah. This isn't digressing, it's the whole experience. The um, whole experience is digressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, going into that house, you said it perfectly, you just kind of feel the heaviness in the air. When we were walking around, you look into the attic. Not even setting foot in the attic, but it's believed... There are differing opinions of whether or not the killer came in through an unlocked door or kind of, you know, shimmied a lock and got in, or he was waiting in the house for the family to get back. But they found cigarette butts in the attic and a book as well. So they believe at least at some point he spent a, spent a considerable amount of time in the attic. Yeah. And um, you look in there and it just feels nasty. That there's a presence that doesn't want you in the attic. So, of course, yeah. we s spent different times going into the attic. Zario first. And I kind of want yeah, him... I got that ball wrong. Because the tour guide said that uh, for most people, uh, their experience, the kind of common theme uh, to kind of kick off the supernatural ball uh, was to spend 20 minutes alone in the attic... Uh, and to feel vulnerable. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll get this ball rolling. You know, no you big deal. sure as fuck did. Yeah. 
I give, uh, I give you props, man. You were the you we were still sitting in the barn, basically getting ready, and I looked over, you were gone, and everybody's like, "Oh, he went in the house," and I'm like, "That guy's got balls." I'd like <laughs> to also acknowledge he's the only one out of all of us that went upstairs in the attic by himself. Yeah, because all of us did pairs. Well, yeah, because you and I went up right after him. Well, yeah. we were just basically kind of like scoping the place out, you know, seeing where everything is. The two most sensitives ended up. Going up. And, and then, I mean, that w- we instantly, it was still daylight. We instantly had our first experience, and we were both kind of like, yep, okay, tonight's going to go well. Let's leave. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, we didn't even, like, get into any of the rooms. We just walked up the stairs and just got that feeling. Yeah. And then everything got heavier as we got into the attic and into the kids' room. Yeah. But, yeah, continues, Ario. Sorry for cutting you off. Oh, no worries. Uh, yeah, I really wanted to go into the attic because at first I was in the cellar because the cellar is super creepy, but nothing was really happening. I got kind of bored, and then I just realized that the cellar was only a creepy cellar. So whatever. So I go into the attic, and I also uh, experienced the kind of like heavy feeling. Uh, like I think while we were there, I told you guys that I thought that like the air was like two pounds heavier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm just sitting there. I have, uh, you know, uh, an audio recorder on my phone going, and I just have it like sitting on the other side of the room while I'm facing the wall away from the crawl in door. Uh, and time passes, and I decide to read that book that's sitting on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it was like a English, like a higher English grammar lesson book. Uh, I was just going through that, and uh, there were like really weird notes that were like written in there, or like passages and lessons that were like circled and underlined, talking about like a family going crazy and stuff about like Queen Victoria uh, and like a children, like a child going mad or something like that. Like, really weird stuff. And then all of a sudden, I feel... It's... I feel like there's somebody just, like, standing over my shoulder as if they're trying to, like, read the book, too. Like, just looking over my shoulder. And, uh... And in the recording, you can hear, like, myself kind of start to freak out a bit. I'm just like... Oh my god! And then uh, I just have to like leave the room because it just feels like somebody is on my back. And uh, <laughs> I I went outside and um, yeah, uh, when, when you guys saw me, you were like, "Why are you so pale?" I'm like, "This shit, this shit's real." Like we we saw it. Um. So, after you left, I know Sebastian and Crimson went up, and you guys talked to a little bit about it. Then after that, uh, well, Metallic and Kyle went up, but then you guys were singing <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, so they didn't really feel anything. I think they were enjoying the jam. Yeah. But after that, Wickwicky, Bryce, and I went up, and uh. I spent about 15 minutes shit-talking the killer. <laughs> Which... Is never a good idea. Yeah, but I got some good stuff because of it. Um, uh, 
good is the Just w- let me tell my story. Fuck off. <laughs> the phrasing of good is debatable in this scenario. So, earlier in the night, I saw one of the shades literally have being held up, and as soon as I looked over, dropped back down with no airflow in the house and no one in the house at the time. Then, shining a flashlight upstairs after it started to get a little dark, saw a little shadow peek out at me, kind of like child's height, and then immediately go back. After the events in the attic, which at the 20-minute mark, I also had the exact same type of feeling you did. And I wasn't looking at the time until I pulled the uh, computer screen up to see if what the timing was on the recording. And it was like right at like 20, 21 minutes. And I was like, well, fuck yeah. me, I guess. Um, yeah, that's how it was for mine, too. Yeah. But that was really kind of it for like stuff we kind of experienced, really. Before the night actually came. Before we get into that though. I was talking about. that I posted pictures. We all posted pictures. Of us going to the house on Facebook. <laughs> and I had posted mine. Probably first I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah definitely. Because uh, I put on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. And uh, one of my co-workers. Uh, told me about this. That her ex-husband had a, a connection to the house. And I just found him on Facebook. And added him earlier today. And currently I'm messaging him right now. And, uh, uh, asked what his connections were. So, hi, Tyler. Before I was married to Michelle, my first wife, Sarah, was from Villisca. Her grandmother's maiden name was Stanton. She was good friends with the Moore family, and she was supposed to stay the night there, but unfortunately got sick eating homemade ice cream. So there was supposed to be another friend staying the night. And he says, the rest is history. I wouldn't have my kids and grandkids if not for one person getting sick. That's Whoa. In, that is insane. Yeah, so my coworker's ex-husband, his ex-wife is a descendant of someone who was supposed to be at the house. And now um, Sarah, his ex-wife, her aunt is now the one who owns the house as part of the museum. Dude, oh. she's a nice fucking lady. You. Yeah. He said, my son Cameron and his best friend Jimmy were there with Jimmy's dad uh, making a movie there about 10 years ago. Had a lot of creepy stuff happen. So I told him that we were... Um, you know, they're staying the night that we're recording this right now, and I would send him the link after we got it uploaded. But uh, he just sent me another one that the uh, the friend's dad had. Uh, one point, he felt like ice water had dumped down his spine, yet his clothes were dry. They had their production truck parked outside, and even though it was in park, and the emergency brake set, and mysteriously started rolling downhill. Just a couple of the stories. If they were, if they were parked. On their parking down there, and there is a parking brake fault, though, that's totally understandable because their parking lot, quote-unquote, is not very safe. It is almost a straight-up incline. I made sure to have my parking brake on all night. I have a freaking Nissan Sentra that I threw that parking brake on because I didn't want anything to happen. I pulled up, I'm like, crank! (laughs) Yeah, I think... uh, the biggest, the biggest thing I saw before we start getting into the evidence of stuff we caught, um, after what happened in the attic, having that feeling, I right before I think we were about to go to dinner or go back to Casey, go to Casey's, I think it was before we kind of got the night started. I looked up and shined the flashlight up from outside at the attic windows, and also while we were in the attic, I caught a picture. 
where it looks like there's a black mass on the right side that I tried to recreate. We couldn't really debunk it. But when I shine the flashlight up there, and I think, Crimson, you were in the road with me over there, didn't you? You saw me literally go down to, like, in a squat covering my mouth because I was trying not to freak out. I would like to say there was one other moment that happened during the right before witching hour when me and Sebastian went up. Well, that's let's, 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 let's try and go into what I, I was saying, because he that's was saying what, was, there was one moment, and I was well, like, well, there were two, but... Well, we can get I'm to say- each other's, like, big moments when we get to that yeah. point. That's what I'm saying, line. is, like, before we got the night started. Oh, gotcha. Um, but I looked up at the attic window, and there was a black shadow in the window staring at me from the exact same side of the window where I caught the black mass on the picture. Yeah, uh, I was right next to you and you like went to the ground when you saw it. Yeah, you were. You guys had already gone to Casey's. You were gone. Yeah, you got you, Kyle, and Metallic had already been off to Casey's. I thought I went to Casey's with Kyle. No, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, you're right. No, Metallic and yep, my bad, my bad. Yeah, it was Zach. Me, Bryce, and Kyle went to Casey's first. Yeah, the drunk and the two scared kids. Me and Bryce <laughs> stuck together like glue, bro. Shout out to Bryce for being a homie and protecting each other. Alright, so... Kyle's a wild card. Fuck, yeah. Kyle's awesome. We, so, after you went up in the attic, we're gonna go... I'm taking us all the way back. You're good. After you went up into the attic, me and... Like I said, me and Cole went up, and we were just staking out the place, but we spent what? I think I don't even think it was a full 20 minutes. I think we were up there maybe 15 uh, roughly. Roughly. And Cole had set up a his phone to record too. But we were just sitting there. I don't know if you have to record. I still have it. And it still haunts me to this moment. So he's got the recording and he'll play it for you. But and I think it's... I don't know if he's got the... Sh- I have it. <laughs> okay, so this is a, the full... Rec- this is the full moment this is of that. It wasn't recording. the full thing, but it was... There is maybe... Three, I think only on this recording, three sounds you really have to pay attention to. And it's... Is your phone volume all the way up? My phone volume all the way up. Yeah. And we'll play it, and then I'll explain yeah. exactly what happened. Yeah, I was saying, it's not the full moment of us being there. It was, I cut it to just before that happened. So, yeah. Here we go. We'll play it again. Yeah, we'll play it again a little closer so you can hear. Okay. Gonna end up deleting it on accident. So, in case it wasn't exactly audible enough, me and Cole are sitting there. I'm actually facing the exit but we're in the attic i'm facing the door in and out and i'm facing the window and you were not (laughs) or he was cole was facing what would be towards the barn but he was looking more at the roof the ceiling of the attic yeah and at what he does end up turning towards me right after this happens yeah but you first hear a thump and that sound came from directly behind me. Hence me turning to you. 
then the, yeah so that's when cole decides to turn towards me but that happens directly behind me i instantly look at cole and i say i didn't make that noise and he comes back with i know yeah i was like i didn't make it either and then the rest of that noise followed right after yeah and then right after that we get this kind of chirpy whistle mm-hmm. and at first i thought it might be a bird but then i realized in this town the only thing around were cats and crows <laughs> there was crows but and so nothing that would make that high of a chirp and then right after that maybe a second later there's a longer whistle and like we could not think of anything that could describe it just so you all know i'm again getting chills my heart's pounding right now from all this but like we were up there for maybe 15 minutes and that already happened and that's the time that we were both like okay well we're just starting the night we're gonna go ahead and leave yeah. I think we might have made a quick detour to the kids' room. Well, yeah, but, we did. But we didn't stay up there very long. We just kind of went in, looked, and then left. You could, I would say, going into the kids' room, it wasn't as heavy as a feeling as the attic. But you could, like, when I went in, I just felt nothing but depression. Like, right off the bat. And I, I See, I didn't feel like depression. I felt like a sad feeling, but it wasn't, like, overwhelming. But you could still just, you just knew. Yeah. It was. <sighs> oh, yeah. And then the rest of the night played out. And it just got worse slash better from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so from about. Yeah. From about, I would say, what, 1 to 2.30 or so. Roughly. Uh, taking a couple bathroom breaks here and there. We, um, Wiki went to sleep. And I know Crimson did for a little bit too, but we I actually tried. we listened to a, a podcast that actually did some dramatization. Horrible. Like, yeah, <laughs> the voice acting was terrible, and a lot of some of their information was incorrect. <laughs> but we decided we were oh let's listen to a podcast that does a reenactment of different events from that time period while we're sitting in the parlor next to the room and where two kids were killed, and underneath where the other four were killed. Right next to the stairs. Yes. Um, so we just kind of did this, and I don't know if that ended up helping rile stuff up. I'm sure it did. I don't see why it wouldn't. I will say, during this time, I was fucking drooling in my sleep. And it was glorious. That's true. That's true. You were drooling. <laughs> but, so then about... What? Try two fifteen. Did you guys see me drooling? No. So I, I saw you drool. Hell yeah! You shouted, "Oh man, it was drooling." Yeah. It was about two, two-ish, roughly. I think when we actually started. And yeah. I think that's what kind of got us really going because I would ask a question and get an answer from nowhere. And I think that really kicked off our like, "Oh my god, we really need to capture something." I will say I only played nine seconds so far and your first question was is anybody in there and there was a response yeah within nine seconds nine seconds so i mean if you're a doubter don't be (laughs) don't be because i can tell you a million times i believe in ghosts i believe in ghosts and give you like all these examples and stuff and you're always going to be a skeptic but going to a place like this 
if it doesn't change your mind, you are in denial. Yeah. So that happened, and then from that point, we kind of went back down, and that's when we did the podcast situation and everything, because I remember... I was sitting in a rocking chair that at first I thought was super comfortable. Then I realized that how small the seat was and the frame of the chair made it so you could not adjust your position whatsoever. So I had to climb over Bryce and Wiki sleeping and I almost died because I almost tripped on a water bottle and finally got to where I ended up spending the night right there in the doorway of the kitchen. But... And that's where we kind of finished off the podcast. Yeah, and we finished the podcast from there. But the biggest thing we did, and a week later, I'm still so happy we did this. We decided from 2.30 to 3.30, because supposedly witching hour, where statistically you get the most evidence, 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. We decided, let's take the last half an hour before it, and the first half an hour of witching hour. We're going to leave, set up a couple recorders, and just see what we catch. And, oh boy, holy shit, when we came back in at 3.30, after just chilling in the barn for an hour, I picked up my laptop, which, the same laptop we're recording, same mic we're using to recording here, I saw the different peaks on there, and almost dropped it, because I was like, you know, if we catch something, great, if not, whatever, but I didn't think we were going to catch what we caught. Oh, we and we caught a lot. Yeah, yeah, you can watch these ghost hunter shows and all that. It's a half hour long, and obviously they're gonna—they're even gonna condense stuff down so that way they get content because nobody's gonna watch a TV show without content. And even then, they don't get as much as we get. We got. And I think it's because a lot of them are in the building when they're doing the entire night, so they just kind of oh that must just be someone making noise. There's no electric in the house. There's no running water in the house. There is no airflow in the house, except for a slight breeze well, upstairs. They did have the heaters, but we, we did turn, turn off, off the one upstairs. We, we turned, turned both of them off. Yeah, we did turn both, both There was nothing electric running in the house. It was literally Damn. the way that house was in 1912. Minus people. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly minus people. Not people. But well, there was no flesh in that house. Minus living. And, you know, you can say, oh, you know, it's an old house that makes creaks. Some of the shit we caught is not fucking creaks. I, <laughs> I didn't put every single, like, noise we caught. Because I'm like, people are going to be like, oh, there's too many of them. It's, you hear hits. You hear something hitting metal. You hear creaks. You hear footsteps. Consistent footsteps. You yeah. straight up hear... Conversations from girls. Yeah. Squirrels. Screw, screw you. I don't care what you say when you guys hear that part. Screw you. That's all I hear. <laughs> I want to say, I heard that for the longest time, and we started, we went through it. I think we went through that part for maybe five, ten minutes, roughly, trying to break it down. I, I still think it's who are you, yeah. which we'll talk about that when we get to it. Alright, so I think it's about time we kind of jump into this evidence. And as we go, we'll be kind of starting and stopping the evidence. And if you want a uh, complete, um, unedited, and just complete run-through of the 7 minutes, 18 seconds of stuff we caught, I'll be putting it 
at the end of the video. So the last 718 of the podcast will just be the evidence if you want to take a listen uninterrupted yourself. And without a doubt, let's jump into this. And like I said, we'll be stopping it at certain points to talk about what each thing we caught really is about. Starting with one of the most interesting things that happened at this house. So yeah, about 12 seconds of conversation between two female voices. Not to mention, literally 30 seconds after you left the house. Not even 30. So we set up the two mics, and if you listen to the full recording, you can hear the doors closing and then us walking away. And then 10 seconds, you catch a female voice. Keep in mind, there was no female with us. It was just eight boys having a good night out in the country. And getting fucking spooked. So yeah. All that 10 seconds after we left the house, after telling them that if they have anything to say to speak into this device... That was on on our downstairs microphone in the room where Lena and Ina were found. Boy, did they definitely have something to say. I believe it was a conversation between the two sisters. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when I was at home on my desktop, that's actually a spot where I actually heard Lena's name said. And this is on a good PC... $200 headphones boosted all the way up. I heard the name Lena. And it's not as easy to tell kind of like what we're playing it off here. But like, as we said, this is going to be pl- put at the end, unedited, uninterrupted. If you guys want to listen to the full thing. 4K raw. No. Anyways. So getting back. kind of made me almost drop my computer when we first got back into the house and went up is seeing those spikes. Did you stop recording? Yeah, we, I remember when that happened, we all just started, started looking at each other with our fucking jaws hitting the floor. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I heard that loud ting there at the end, knowing that there's nothing in the house that if it was empty could make that noise without something causing it. Yeah. Everything in that house was set obviously so that way, I mean, it's it's a museum as well. They do day tours. Everything was set so nothing could be just bumped. Nothing could just be, you know, knocked over by the wind. So a noise like that had to, to that degree had to be made and it there's a better recording of it from the microphone upstairs that we set up right next to the kids bedroom like in between the the hallway in between the attic the kids bedroom and the parents bedroom that 
I'll kind of explain my theory of what exactly it was because there's another noise right behind right before it that kind of gives an interesting idea as well but yeah those were the you know the bumps in the night that we kept catching with no one in the house and you know the metallic thing you know it's like oh you know maybe it's, it would be like a heater turning on but again there was no heater yeah the heaters were off and they were on the other side of the house from where the other microphone was set up yeah i'm still getting chills right now I saw it feels amazing. <laughs> yeah. So there had to have been something making that sound, and there was a lot of them pretty there consistent. A, there was a lot of some things, all right. And to me... Yeah, it was like a pattern. Yeah. All right, we can get back into it. And this is just 37 seconds into this compilation. <laughs> couple seconds when I listened to it when you were doing like the, the slow flicker I heard that I that's what I consider to be the axe dragging yeah I hear the axe dragging and dropping to the next I don't, step I don't I, I don't I, th- I, I think that's the axe dragging not long footsteps well, see, I heard kind of long monotonous footsteps because I do know the floor was creaky it's old hardwood floor not enough so that a little bit of wind like I said could make that noise it was still pretty sturdy and then they have done renovations to the house to make it that way I do see what you're hearing. I I think he's like taking steps and like dragging it behind him slowly, like doing slow steps. That's what I that's what I interpret yeah. that as. I'll play it again. Two voices. I would also like to state during the earlier part portion of that before the axe sliding. I don't know if y'all heard it, but I swear I heard voices. Yeah, that's the thing is it picks, and it's tough to hundred percent discount that it may have picked us up outside at some point. But most of this cannot be us because the fact we were in the barn and we were being quiet. Yeah. I asked if we were at the yeah. two-minute mark because I do know for a fact this a portion of this we did debunk. Yeah, we it de- was it, it was at this. Yeah, no, it's still I, like another minute away before no, we get it, to it's. It's this it's part, part. It's minutes two through three because I went through this particular. We're at spot. a minute thirty though. Then that's uncalled for, and I don't know what it is. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, minutes two for, two through three. There's a part that we can debunk, but there's also a part afterwards that we can't. That we can't. And I think prior to before that moment, well, it might be this one. Yeah, because <laughs> that's that's the amazing thing is that we've actually been trying our best to debunk or discredit as much of the stuff as we heard, but like those footsteps, we 
whether it's an axe or footsteps, I think we're all in agreement. It's definitely something coming down the stairs or going up. Yeah. And keep yeah. in mind, this recorder was basically in the room right underneath the steps that Sebastian got the shit scared out of him twice because Kyle went walking up the steps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's and it's basically was, the same noise. It's, it's, it is basically the same noise. I was literally in the closet both times this happened. And I don't know why Kyle decided to go upstairs both times. And completely by accident, too. And it was completely accident. Because I only went in that closet twice. And both times he did this to me. But I'm in there. And just that sound of what you just heard. And then Kyle going up the stairs was exactly the same thing. The only difference was, again, just for all those people, no one was in the house. Yeah. That bitch was empty. Yeet. All eight of us were accounted for. Yes. Yeah. At this point, we had everyone accounted for. Kyle kind of disappeared at another point, but this was well before that happened, and we'll explain that here coming up as how we were able to debunk. Kyle's it. the true ghost. Kyle's <laughs> just a drunk idiot for part of the <laughs> yeah. Hell part yeah, of Kyle. Most of them. Yeah. But, Anyways. you know, he was fun. He was fun, and he was willing to go do some stupid shit. Yeah, that... The balls he had on him, and we were all like, we are not going up there, and he's like, I'll fucking go, and he just ran up there, like... He was also liquid courage. Yeah, liquid courage. Balls of steel. Alright, let's jump back into this. More footsteps. So now we're getting into the point that we were able to debunk as Kyle in the cellar, which ruined what sounded like the single greatest EVP ever recorded. But now we know why it sounds like the single greatest EVP ever recorded. You said Kyle in the cellar? Yes. He never went in the cellar. Yes, he did. When we were in the barnyard? Yeah, he went out and went into the cellar. Again, Cole. Drunk. He was drunk. And this is why, trip number two, no alcohol. I'm doing whatever. Yeah, I agree. Then you're not. I'll go when I want to. Go when you want to, but we all know you're not going by yourself. That's, that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> you're gonna put the whole four hundred some dollars up by yourself. Yeah. Just to be in there with spoopy noises. Spoo whoopy. Let's start a pool. He lasts twenty minutes. All right. In the daytime. <laughs> in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we're gonna get into the clip that we have completely debunked. To an extent. But about 10 seconds after it, there's something we can't explain. This is all fine. Coming up in about five seconds. I don't know if you guys caught it. I'll play it. I mean, I heard it from over the phone, so (laughs) although I knew it was there. 
point out, when I was trying to debunk everything at home alone, I was writing timestamps down, and at this moment, tears in my eyes to the point I couldn't write anymore. And I called yeah. my I called my mother and said, "Holy shit, you're not gonna believe it." And that's at the point we thought that he was basically saying, "Paul." Yeah, we heard Paul. Paul whistle. Come here, boy. Which back in 1912, come here, boy, or something like that would not have been a weird way to. It would be accurate. It would be accurate. That's how people would try to get their sons. And the name Paul is very relevant. 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 Thank you both, because that is the name of the youngest son in the house, the youngest child. And right after it, which I'll play again here in a second. You pointed out that it sounds like what do you want from me from a little kid's voice. Yeah, it Which, sounds just like it, it might it sounds maybe a little older than like what my 5-year-old would say it sound like. But not but, much. but like not much and of course every child's different. And so it kind of sounds like what my nephew sounds like and he's I think turning 7 this year. Yeah, so I mean that age gap there's not a whole lot different sounds. I would like to state that the cow drunk thing it took it took a while for us to debunk that because we were no it literally told took him telling me it was him yeah to debunk it but I'm gonna be honest I didn't want to ruin anybody's fun but I did say at the house that's Kyle and then everybody turned me down and was like no it's not and I'm like okay y'all have your fun but that's Kyle okay. I knew that right away so I'm gonna play that clip again real quick. I, what I, do you want? That and, I would say that sounded much clearer for that because I kept hearing no for some reason, like a like a really drowned, like depressed no. But as I just listened to it again, it, yeah, I, I I can definitely agree with you guys. It was and I straight up asked Kyle about it. He said no, that was not me because he didn't catch it at first. And then I told him to go listen to it and gave him the timestamp that you had pointed out. And he's like, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> yeah, and that. Actually, that what do you want is where the tears welled up because I knew after listening to it one time, I knew that was none of us. Yeah. Yeah. And there was... That was a child. Yeah. And even though there's houses that are lived in right next door, which I couldn't do, but they were quiet. Yeah. So, Again, so it was like at four in the morning. Yeah. It was three three morning. This is at like 2.30, like 3-ish... Roughly time frame or two thirty three thirty was when we did all this recording, so ain't no way in hell anybody except us dumbasses are gonna be up during that time. Yeah. All right. So getting back, more knocking. That's no. Up one out. That yeah. I, I so, almost was going to be like, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Kyle, but the knock-knock is not Kyle. To me, it sounds like him hearing that we're coming back in and going back upstairs really quick. Yeah. That knock-knock is not us. Well, you can hear Kyle definitely say a Kyle thing and go, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you hear the knock-knock, which I'll play that again real quick as well. Yeah. 
and then it switches to the other recording. This was a different recording of the stairs. Like, not the same, same timestamp from recording to recording. Pause for a second. That sound, because of where the placement of the fucking microphone was, it definitely sounds like he's going up the stairs and passing the microphone back to the attic. Or to that kid's room. It was altogether possible because where the other recording was at was right underneath where the other, almost identical like locations of where the and two mics were at. That that yeah. one like all all these give me chills, especially at the beginning with the girls talking. That one haunts me because of just how clear the sound is and the fact that we slept right below it. Yeah. Let me phrase, not even slept. Laid down <laughs> right slept. below I slept. it. Yeah, laid you down were, awake. You were hangry and drinking. We were listening to this recording right below it. I wasn't yeah. angry. My belly was. Or you were, you were in the aftermath of it. Food coma. Food coma. That's what I was yeah. looking for. Okay. So yeah, even a clearer recording of footsteps either going past the mic or up the stairs. What's the timestamp on that one? Three thirty-ish. Thank you. Yeah. I don't remember that noise. The little whimpering? Is that what you heard? Can you play it back again? Yeah. I asked so, carefully. Pretty audible noises that to me sound like an axe hitting something. Yep. Yeah. I hear that. And remember, it as Sebastian pointed out, it was the blunt mm-hmm. part of the axe. So you'd hear a smack. Not a not a chop. Yeah. Yeah, I'll back it up about ten seconds. To me, I hear pleading. I hear mm-hmm. screaming. Mm-hmm. I hear my heart drop into my stomach. I've heard all of the... I started listening to these with headphones, and it's a lot clearer. I'm a, I would do that. I'm afraid to, because but, I'm afraid of how clear and everything will be, and what I will hear clearly. I, I've poured hours into doing this because I want to find I wanted to find alright that's this that's not what I heard that's this that's this you wanted to find as much debunking as possible yeah. to rule out anything that might yeah and be, that you know, just you know yeah with my day job I literally 
I'm home by 11 o'clock every day. Yeah. So I have all day, and that's what I did. You know, in between the attempted stream and the streams stream I did this morning, that's all I did. Yeah. I don't watch TV. I'm not a TV person, really. I don't do anything else. So that's all I poured everything into doing. This. And, like, those sounds, I cannot, for the life of me, under, like, figure out. I... There, there, I, I can't even think of anything it would be because it, there's no way it was any of us during that time. I'm going to tell you this. It gets worse. Yes. Did I? <laughs> uh, because I'm, we're going to get to a point that I'm going to explain what I think one of the noises is. And it's the only thing it can be. So I'm going to get back into this now. More pleading, screaming. That last one, to me, right before that last hit, sounds like a skull breaking. Mm-hmm. That crunch. Or something getting splintered, or the axe hitting the ceiling, because there were marks on the ceiling above Josiah and Sarah's bed. And the, and the kids. I will say, I don't think it's the ceiling... Because of the crunch. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I almost, like, when we first listened to it, also someone sleep deprived, I would have been like, yeah, totally. Hearing it now and hearing that crunch, I don't think it was the ceiling. Yeah. Unless the ceiling was made of bone. And he missed and hit the bed frame. I mean, very possible. You swing the axe 30 to 40 times, you might miss once. Hits the bed frame. The only bed frames that were metal were the crib and the kids' headboards. Mm -hmm. We gotta point out, because you do have to remember that after the murders, they did take every piece of furniture out of the house and burn it. I also did... A little bit more research after going home. Found out that the crib is placed where Herman's cot was. So that would not have been where crib was because the oldest son would have been sleeping there. However, 1912, bed frames were metal. I also... Wait, no, yeah, cots are metal, dude. And, well, cots are the metal. The frame of them, yeah. They're also I made also out of like wood. Point out. But I firmly believe that was a residual sound of... An attack on one of the kids. I would also like to point out, and I don't know if y'all heard it, the little boy. No. Yeah. That. I told you it gets worse. Yeah, I I forgot all about that fucking part. I tried that's, to That's not the out. worst part. <laughs> I keep trying to I keep trying to erase this from my memory. Yeah. So well, much. It's it's on everything now. Yeah. Don't remind me. We still have almost three minutes. And we're planning on going back. I was saying, we have three minutes left, and then the conversations. Yes. Which, there's Which, stories about ours. Yeah. Following what we saw as I well. mean, same. Yeah.
So I got to go replay of seconds because this is the part that I think is pretty horrifying. The no, or whatever that sound is, there's two or three of them in about a 15 second span that really stand out to me because one of them sounds straight up like, like, no, please, no, please. It almost sounds like seagulls at Villisca, Iowa at three in the morning. I can't debunk that noise. Or it kind of sounds like a bed getting shoved to the side. That's what I was going to say. It could be a bed. They sound like a bed being shoved to the side. But again, no one's in the house. No one's in the house. And ain't no gust of wind going to go through a house and move a metal bed. And was that that was recording from upstairs or downstairs? Upstairs. Okay, because I was going to say, with Lena being the only one to supposedly have fought back, a no, please no, would be understandable. But if that, I mean, you never, it's a haunting. You don't know what you're going to get, where you're going to yeah, get You don't know it. if it's a residual of the murders. You don't know if it's the spirits still kind of being affected. Not to mention, as, the, as stated, one, the crime scene was tampered with, but two, with everything that had happened... The bodies could have been moved, so and, that all could, that could have still happened upstairs. Why would they move a body upstairs? No, from upstairs downstairs. Like the, the bodies could have been moved. The killer could have moved the bodies. He had he, the time. He to do had so. roughly a five-hour span. Oh, you mean the wait. killer moved the bodies? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So That's... the noises that we're hearing could have still happened upstairs during the events of this and all that. This is just another one of that first. Dude, I totally forgot about that part. I I don't know what the fuck that is. I mean... Can you transport dimensions in the ghost world? Nobody would know. Um, <laughs> we just... I mean, it, it. it sounds like a small dog yapping. Like a... But we York, never heard a dog. We never heard a dog. Like, But it's it just sounds like a Yorkshire. Just yapping. Dude, I totally hear a goose honk. Or yeah, like some kind of bird or goose or, or all bird. that stuff. Yeah. But I mean, we were pretty quiet sitting in the barn. Not to mention, we would have heard if geese were honking. Yeah, geese are freaking geese are loud. And yeah. also, we had the door. At this point, Kyle was upstairs with the barn doors open up top, so we oh. definitely would have heard them. Yeah, because drunk Kyle climbed on the roof I in would front also, of the security cameras. I would also like to state, like, 
with that noise, it slowly starts to get louder and louder. And then before we did the compilation, it cuts. Yeah. And the rules have never said anything against it. I'm pretty sure that's one of those you just kind of It doesn't to specify. It. You know, it's, you would say the same thing about the hot coffee at McDonald's, but someone won a huge lawsuit against them because of it. We're not jumping into that. We're here for this. in the cellar where there's no wood creaking yeah it's like a mud floor yeah if anything you'd hear a squishing noise yeah. yeah so like you can hear his voice in the house but not enough that you'd hear wood creaking it just sounds like more footsteps or the rocking chair moving which is right next to where we were recording There's a bell in that rocking chair, so you would have heard the bell. That's fair. I'm going to say coal into a fit. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we got about 20 seconds left. Yeah, just hear Kyle. I think that was just us probably locking the door over in the barn because this is the point that we're coming back in. Yeah. It was just picking up last second creaks that was happening before okay. we got back. Also, uh, before we get too far into this, Ghost Cat. Ghost Cat. Um, I was telling my mom about this and she messaged me Tuesday about it. She said, uh, this is... This is quoting everything from her messages to my messages. Was that cat on the bed at Velisca House a real cat? I replied, yes. She said, a girl I work with was there and that same cat was there when she was there during the day. The cat was blind. Cat was definitely not yeah, blind. Yeah, we were like, the cat, it didn't seem blind. Like, it knew where it was going. And no, it's it definitely like, not blind because you can see a blind cat. You can see blind eyes because they're... They're foggy. Yeah. And also... Blind cats usually keep their eyes closed. Yeah. So, that was something that I was kind of like... I, I was more confused about the same cat situation. Not necessarily I thought you were part. about to tell me that that cat was there like 40 years ago or something. I was be like, holy fuck, that's an old oh, yeah, cat. That, was crazy. <laughs> that would have made a cool story, though. It's the cat from Hocus Pocus. I mean, We made that joke. <laughs> At the instant we got there, we made that joke. Yeah. Stanius Binks. 
Thackeray? Thackeray, that's what it was. Thackeray. I'd say Thaddeus is from yeah. a fucking The Knight's Tale, I think. Yeah, Thackeray. James Franco. Excuse me. Um, movie. So, yeah. Ghost was an adorable cat. He was. Um, mm-hmm. I know... my best friend. Frenchie. Do we want to do our theories really quick before... I would love to, because you had a great theory as me and you were driving back from dropping off Higgins that has stuck with me, and I've thought about every goddamn day since that night. Straight up, this came from a very sleep-deprived state. I have zero evidence to back this up. It is completely a conspiracy theory. But it's a good one. And it also kind of makes sense, because it's all circumstantial and conditional evidence. I think Josiah was involved in the murders. That would explain why the killer either was already able to gain access to the house. They never found any evidence of breaking in or a lock being broken. Uh, back then, though, Velisca was an unlocked door town. Yeah. But still doesn't completely disprove what yeah. Frenchie's saying. I just wanted to point that out. Plus, yeah. you also had the notice that we both backed each other up on with the arguing. At one point, I couldn't find it again, but... When we were in the house and listening to the recording, there was sound like arguing between two men. Also, like every a back time... Like back-and-forth conversation. Not just how being drunk, like a back-and-forth conversation. And every time that we mention... And you'll see this in the other recordings we have. Every time we mention Josiah, we never really get a response. With Sarah, we got responses from the kids. We even think we got a response from Sarah. And every... I've ever watched I don't think I've ever seen a response from Josiah the only male response you ever get is the killer so I'm also, wondering uh, when we um, were asking questions to the kids whenever it had uh, whenever it pertained to Josiah they usually like hesitated a lot more with their answers than the other questions yeah. we're going to say Wiki I'll say what if Josiah's the one that killed everybody. How did he kill himself? He did it. That's a different body, bro. It, the face is mangled because you said he went back and doubled twice and cut that guy up even more. How do you know that's his actual body? For one, because his face is all fucked up, you don't know. They did say they, it was they didn't have beat DNA. beyond belief. They did not have DNA back then either, and I doubt they've done DNA tests on it. I would also So like... you could not tell me that that is a possibility that could not be someone else's body. I would like to state. And if it, the other dude was there, I wasn't finished with my thought. You stop talking. Just keep, keep, keep talking. Yeah. If the other dude was there and he was involved with what you were saying, like, what if he, the affair thing that they were talking about? Yeah. He was in the bed. He's the one that did it. Boom. Well, Sarah wasn't the one cheating. Which brings up to what me and you had talked Allegedly about. Allegedly cheating. Yeah. Which what me and you had actually had that exact same conversation that you just brought up. And we kind of depicted that during the events of the murders the reason Josiah got killed was because he got walked in on after the incident by one of the people that he was arguing with specifically we thought it might have been one of the people that ended up being uh, one of the suspects Yeah, and he ended up catching Josiah seeing it and my guess finishing him I'm thinking that 
that's why the bacon thing we talked about that Josiah might have been the one to do that and someone saw that and was like that's too far and killed him as well and that's also why the blood dripped off to the shoe that was found next to his bed it was in Sarah's shoe though yeah but why it was her shoe on the side of the bed that side shuffling could have got kicked over there Maybe she was sloppy and kicked her shoes off. I don't know. I mean, like you said, it's all just conspiracy theory. Yeah, we'll never know the true story. But Not until yeah. time travel is invented. Yeah. I don't know if I want to go back to that day. I'll go back and stop it. I mean, yeah, go back and stop it, but... I mean, I gotta uh, do just, to, just ask to spend the night. But just knowing that that will happen, and then being a part of it, knowing that that happens... I'd just say, hey, can I spend the night? And then just stay awake until something weird starts happening. And then you could be awake and just run up and be like, yo, stop. (laughs) And I don't want to believe it's true because I don't want to destroy the memory of a man who, for all intents and purposes, seemed like a great businessman, a great father, like that. This is 100% a conspiracy theory. I don't believe it to be true. It was just an idea I brought up. I will say great father is debatable at this point because of the response that you got when asking about the dad. Well, the biggest thing, and we'll, I'll bring this up, yeah. but there's many reasons why we could have gotten the response we did. Which, let's jump into that because we're getting a little tight on time. But Yeah. Uh, which one do we want to play next? Let's do the five minute one, then your guys' long one. Sound good? Yeah. Keep going in order. So it'd be five minute, you and me. Yep. Yeah. So this one, towards the beginning, there's gonna be a lot of creaking and stuff. It's because they were standing, not because not because of not much of it's gonna be because of the situation. It's gonna be a lot of it because they were standing before finally not moving. Is anybody in here? That one I don't think was moving though. Catherine, fucking baby dolls and legs in there scare me every time. Screw those baby doll legs. Boyd. Peter. And his name's Paul, not The one that likes to close the door. Is it Hayward? I thought it was George. No. (laughs) It's an H. Herman? Herman. Herman. Are you in here, Herman? Can you close the door? Yeah, we heard you like to play with the door. You good? Keep in mind, Kyle is in the attic by himself at that moment. Are you in bed, Paul? It's late. You should be sleeping. Did Lena and Ina come up to play? I'm sure you feel real bad about having Lena and Ina with you on that horrible night. I can't explain what most of these creeps do. I'm sorry, I'm guessing it's Kyle or you guys. It's We're here to help if we can. This is about the time we actually start being silent. Okay. There's nothing to fear from us. We just want to play. Yeah. There's a couple balls downstairs if you want to come play with us. So, right there, Frenchie says, there's a couple balls of downstairs if you want to come play with us. And then almost immediately, there's a little clap. There's a clap. 
which we started to take as kind of a no. And it could have been a yes, because I, on my part, I forgot to set up... To establish it. To establish two claps for yes, one clap for no. But it just kind of seemed the way that the questions were being answered, that's how it was going. One for no, two for yes. Which we'd also like to state, um, we had a ball set up on a table before witching hour started. And when we came back in... It was halfway across the room. It was halfway across the fucking room. And it was on a flat spot on the ball, on a table that was perfectly even and had been tossed across the room. Yeah. So, So, yeah. They played with the ball all right. (laughs) So... We'll do it one more. We can do it one more time so you can actually hear it. You'll hear Frenchie ask if you want to play. If you want to come play with us, and then you hear that clap, and that we took that as a no, probably because they were shy. Josiah, Sarah, if you're here, we'd love to talk to you too. (laughs) Here's Kyle asking about his bowl in the dark room. That's just me breathing because I was getting chills. Do you want to tell us what you did at church? Yeah, what was your performance? Was it you, Kyle? And you can hear also the guys downstairs. But you'll be able to tell the difference, obviously. Herman? Or... Anyone? Boyd? Did you, uh, when I was up here earlier with my buddy Cole, did you touch me on the back? Yeah. That was not us. I thought I felt something tug on my shorts. Catherine? So. The timing is too weird. The timing's weird. So you hear those two big thumps. That was not a noise made by anybody upstairs that I could tell. And none of us heard these. And no, yeah, these were not heard by me or Frenchie and Kyle probably would not have heard him anyway but he didn't say anything but I asked if I was touched on the back earlier when I was sitting upstairs with Cole and we got that response and that loud affirmative response and at first I thought the touch on the back was maybe just a feeling I got just you know sometimes you twitch sometimes you get those feelings but then that response just sealed it for me that, yeah, someone touched my back. And then with the proceeding of... Catherine. I thought I felt something tug in my shorts. Catherine, is that you? Catherine's a nice name. That's my fiance's name. We're getting married in a month. And I'd love if you could give me a message to tell her when we go home. We're not going to be here for too much longer. Mary is also my mom's name. More taps that as soon as we start interacting with them a little bit more. And so I got the responses, we believe, from Catherine on there. And when the other recording that we were going to play occurs, I turned my flashlight off and went to get on my phone to go play a game while I was waiting for you guys and saw a child's hand literally reach out for me. And right after this occurred, like right after this recording was going on. We're about to go 
into Josiah and Sarah's room. And as we're about to leave, and Sebastian saw this, that I just came, that overcame, became, became overcome with a sense of like guilt of something not wanting us to leave that room. Yeah. Right after talking with Catherine. Yeah, I was in the I was in the room deeper. I was more towards the out wall to the outside, while Frenchie was closer to the hallway. And I said, "Okay, let's go," expecting him to move. And he didn't. I ended up having to walk around him. And I looked back. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's flats out like, I just don't feel like I'm supposed to leave. Yeah. Or Paul, if that was you. I know you're probably pretty shy. I know you were the youngest. You guys ever have fun with that cat that comes in? So right after we ask about the cat, you kind of hear the yeah, well, couple taps. Again, that wasn't anyway. us, and we didn't hear it. At this point, we're standing still. Too. Yeah, we're especially after Tyler saying, "I got tugged on." I froze. Yeah, and like the little creak too. I don't remember hearing that. Yeah, I'm. But with us standing, that, yeah, it could even just be us shifting. Our weight. That's why with on this particular recording, most of the creaks and cracks, I'm just I chalk up till we were moving because we made the mistake of not sitting down. Yeah, which is what but, me and you did. Yes, to fix that yeah. mistake. There are distinct taps or claps, though, that are different sounds. Yep. We want to help. If there's anything you want to tell us if you're stuck here? If there's anything we can do to help. And that's the one that broke me. The very hesitant yes. yes. Of, uh, yes, you can help us. And not hearing that until after we left. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that, you know, with this kind of situation, obviously we can't have a full-on conversation. So even though we got a yes, what do we do? Yeah. Right. How how, how do you help? I wait, I wait. So what I did with this... For our version, at least, was I put my phone face down. I wish I would have had face up to watch those spikes in those moments. And I think I did. I made that mistake too. Which, I think. I think. Yeah, next I think time, your, your your phone went black while we were recording up there too. Because it, it locked. I, it was. Yeah, I flipped it. Next time, I'm not. I'm turning off the auto lock. I'm leaving yeah. it face up. I'll dim my screen all like, the way down. But I, yeah, I want to see the spikes. I want to see how the responses are. Because yeah. We're going to go back into your mom and dad's room. We'll see if we can talk to them. Maybe you can come help us talk. And this is just us walking. Sarah? We're going to go back downstairs. JB? I heard you were a wealthy businessman, JB. You started your own store. I heard it was pretty successful. Really stuck is that guy that didn't give you the raise. Tyler's political tirade. The man was going to be a senator, and you showed him up. Screw politicians, am I right? <laughs> I may not have been as crooked in your guys' time. 
I'd love to talk to you for the, at least the next 30 seconds if you're here. Sarah, you want to tell me what, you're, what you guys had for dinner? I didn't know what to say at this point. Or what your favorite holiday was? Anything? Just know we love you guys. We want to help. What happened here was horrible, and we just want to make sure that you guys are all right. All right. We're going to head back downstairs. If the girls want to come down and play, if the boys want to come play, whatever. We got a couple balls downstairs. We'll be happy to play with you guys in the kitchen or anything. Are you, are you coming? So after that point, nothing. Yeah. We just, it was delayed me turning off the recording, and we just head back downstairs to kind of talk about what happened. Yeah. You ready for... But, I mean, you can hear some, as you said, like I, like I said earlier, we can tell you all this happened a million times, and you may never believe me, but, like, some of those sounds were not made by us, nor were they heard. Yeah. And this next clip will also prove that statement because me, Sebastian, and Metallic were all sitting down. Me and Sebastian were sitting in the room while Metallic was sitting at the doorway while we were doing this. Ugh. Um, And yeah, I, hold on, I want to get to the... There we go. Just us I started Hi. Do you remember me from earlier? And then we're bringing our friend to play. He's a little bit of a bigger man, but you don't have to worry about him. He's a sweetheart. We're going to go back into the kids' room. He's tall, but he's fun. We brought you something to play with. I'm going to go ahead and put this monkey back up on Catherine's bed. If you don't like it, just let us know, okay? I'm he's just going to watch out in the hallway. If you don't like the monkey being on the bed, just let us know. We'll move it, okay? gonna put this little machine here this was when we sat down and got things ready gonna put, bring a little light and we can see and then i have this ball for us you want to play no i don't know if i was herman i was talking to earlier or boyd about touching me Someone pulled on my other friend Tyler's leg earlier. And I'd really like it if you could do something like that again. Maybe touch Cole or touch me. Even touch Clay if you feel like it. I know you haven't met him before, really. I know he's been in the house, but I understand that strange people you haven't talked to could be kind of unnerving. Unnerving. I know it took you a while for me and Tyler, for you to warm up too, but I mean, I've been up here a few times. So have I. I just also want to point out the shaking you can hear in my voice mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. because of just how the night has gone. Like, because this is at the end of the night. This is the last recording we did at like five thirty. No, this was a little bit after you and I came downstairs, which I can, was the second to the last recording. I would say, hold on. Oh, never mind. I was because I thought it would give me the time 
No, I, I remember yeah. everything about that night. <laughs> this happened so, after we had listened to The Witching Hour. Yeah, this is after Witching Hour. This is after me and Tyler. This is the last recording of the night. I've, at this point, one, I'm sleep deprived, but I'm also just... Low-key terrified. Not terrified. I was never scared. I was low-key nervous because of just the axe stuff. I mean, that thought was always in my mind that something could possibly hurt me, but... At, at this point, I was no longer scared. I was more... I just wanted answers. Right. I wanted to... see if there was anything we could do. That, and I just... I wanted to make sure they knew I was there to help. I was there to be friendly. Mm-hmm. And it was just... The weight of the situation, I think, was finally seeping in. So, like, I was just shaky. I was... Just having a rough time talking. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love to get to know more about you, if you want to tell us. Can you, uh, I'm going to ask each each one of you, if you're here, and I'll give you a few seconds to answer, is, is Herman here? Now, that was a long pause that we gave that one. But at the very end, just before I ask again for an- another name, there is a very light clapping noise. Yeah, it was very quick, too. And it, yeah, it was very quick. Again, unheard. We didn't do it. Just like that. Is, is Boyd here? that one it's kind of a little bit more spaced out yeah but you hear one a little bit earlier and then another one and to to me that was more of a no i think i think that was more of a no boyd's not here right and i'm gonna say right now because i felt like i might have got an answer earlier on other things but yeah Catherine here and that's a yes to Catherine. my friend pointed out earlier you have a really pretty name i've always loved the name Catherine. Did you ever maybe go by Katie? Or did you ever go by your middle name, Mary? Yes, that one... It's very quick. It's very quick. It happens right after the question, so it can be very hard to notice. But, yeah, right after he asks, like, right after he says Mary, it's just a very quick no. Like, just like, one clap. is obviously a name she did not like to go by. Yeah. Just a very yeah, quick... This is like, nope. Don't do it. Paul, are you here? If you're flickering my light, is that you? And that's Clay, because right around that time, his flashlight started to flicker. I don't, and that's always, it might have been a battery connection thing or something like that, but it, it was weird. It did happen a couple times during the night also. But it's really weird that it happens right as I ask if someone's there. Yeah. And one of the big things, too, is that we actually got a better recording of this on Sebastian's phone. But currently we're using that to have uh, Zario call in. So, um, yeah. The weird part is about the the difference with the two phones is uh, Cole's picked up our voices better. 
then Sebastian's, but then Sebastian's picked up the the clapping. Yeah. Better. Maybe Lena, are you up here playing with your friends? Or is it you, Ina? So, and then I asked if Ina was there and got another quick no. Yeah. So, and I never got it. I never got answered if Lena was there. So it might possibly be at that time, the spirits or ghosts, whatever you want to call them, were in their respective rooms to where they were found. Ah. And, but I mean, I also never got answered if Boyd was there. I never got answered if Paul was there. I really only got Herman and Mary, or Catherine, sorry. <laughs> Don't call her Mary. Yeah. Seemed like those were the two most, most prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to most spend most of it. That's the, why I wanted to spend most of the time in the kids' room. Yeah. I have a little ring. Uh, it's my wedding ring. It's made of a. Uh, Kind of a rubbery light material. I'm gonna put it here if you want to look at it. Kind of mess with it. It's nice and squishy. So. this earlier i know you like to uh, show visitors by closing and opening your closet door maybe if uh my buddy cole here shuts it you can open it for us would you do that he's gonna go ahead and shut it for me Will you please knock, like show us you here by opening it, maybe? Also, but what we think happened is he did sway the door just a tad. Yeah. As we did, just... Didn't we, like, assume that his no was to the question, to, to us saying that he likes to do it? Yeah. And it was him, him telling us he, does, he doesn't like to do it? Yeah. I mean, that was kind of the thought, because we said, do you like to do it for, or we heard you like to do it for visitors? And we got that no, or what we think is a no, but then it did sway. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, was... it, it, it seemed to me like maybe he doesn't like to do it, but it was one of those things that's like, well, fine, I'll do it for you guys kind of thing. I like mean, a trust kind of thing or something. Always possible, but then all these, in my mind, trying to be as professional as possible, it could have just been swaying. That's true, too. Even though everything was pretty flat everything was pretty smooth sailing but i mean i always skeptical when we get around to the, that part i would like to state something as well that was i was suggesting you can do that whatever you want we'll be here we'll be excited to hear from you that was also me adjusting Sarah, I heard you like collecting bird nests. Is, did you have a favorite one? Or a favorite kind of bird? Maybe a favorite color of bird? Yeah. 
I'll say. Those are like those are pretty fast responses. I know we're talking happy things, but I gotta ask, is there anything that's here scaring you? Any of you? That maybe we can help you with? Did somebody pull on uh, Cole's back? Sorry, I forgot his name for a second. <laughs> Did everybody pull on Cole's back? So, I'd like to know who. I'd like to say hello. I think that was me picking up the phone. Yeah. It was a little loud. I may be large, but I can assume I can assure you I'm friendly. Don't be intimidated by his voice. He has a very deep voice, but again, he is very loving. Yes. I'm a giant teddy bear. Did your father maybe have kind of a deeper voice or maybe a lighter voice? You know, your dad was a very successful businessman. Did you ever go to his store with him? Herman, I know you were quite fond of your father. Did you go to the store often with him? Possibly touch my shoulder. Pause it real quick. I remember that on the other recording that we hear a little like hesitant clap on the did you ever go to the store with him? You can hear it just slightly on this one too. On my recording it is a little bit more clear, which is sad because from all by all accounts, Herman was constantly by Josiah's side. So to hear that he was never if that's if that's a no, he was never Allowed to go to the store is very yeah. saddening. Uh-huh. What time we got? There's a lot of dead noise for a while. Just waiting to see if anything had happened. Yeah. So right, we're coming up on the uh, really good part. I like the color of your room. Blue is uh, one of my favorite colors. It was actually my dad's favorite color too. Is it any of your favorite colors? Any of you? I would like to state real quick, I've noticed something in the patterns as I've been watching them. When one responds, there will be two spike, like two little spike ups. And when the other responds, it will be one spike up. I'm just now noticing that as we're going through this currently. Mm. So, like there's one there and there's two there. 
one will be a little darker, or like a little like deeper kind of, then the other one will be a little lighter. I don't know if they will match the other answers we've gotten from other, like at the beginning, but I've just I noticed that and thought I pointed out. Herman, is that you playing with the door? That was where I wanted to get to. So after I closed the door, um, this was when we got to that point when he point uh, Sebastian pointed out the door to me, and we both saw it swaying. After he asked that question. The door then proceeded to stop swaying. Almost instantaneously. Yeah, almost instantaneously. So as much as I would love to be able to debunk maybe it was just swaying, the timing of everything seems almost too perfect. Uh, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But like I said, just just as to keep the skeptical side on everything too could have been a little draft. I do believe personally that... He, I want to believe he was doing it. Yeah. And I want to believe that. I, I noticed it, so he said, you noticed it, I'm done. Yeah. So. I would say it was more of a manner of, not that we noticed it, but a manner of, we called it out kind of thing. Yeah. Because again, like I, like I said, as much as I would like to be able to debunk that, it, it everything just seemed to line up too perfect towards the end. So. I saw it swaying a little bit. I don't mean to scare you off. It was kind of fun to see. If you want to keep playing with the door, it's absolutely fine to do so. We'll be happy. Did any of you play baseball? There's a ball here. Possibly play catch. Did you play catch with your dad outside? Maybe go to the park? I don't think we ever really got any answers. I like to play catch with my dad. Particular I don't get to see him very often. Yeah. yeah. Let me fast forward a bit. Cause I, yeah, I agree. I don't think we got very many answers in that. Uh, don't go too far. I don't know. I'm not going too far. I think it's... They only went like do you, 30 seconds. 20 do you seconds. do things with your mom? Do you help your mom around the yard when she has to do her chores play with the chickens and now we're going to go on to Cole's doll obsession I noticed you have a lot of dolls kind of around here is there a doll that is your favorite maybe you want to show us there it is I think the rest of it state I, I don't really think we need to show the rest of it because I think the rest was just it was, somewhat quiet. It was, but that was the big moment. And that moment right there is what I'm saying. A ghost told Cole, "Screw you." I still think, "Who are you?" Yeah, <laughs> it, it, you also came up with a theory on that one too. That it is Sarah saying, "Who are you?" Basically, who's talking to my kids? And I still go to the fact. We never, and it sounds like an older voice, not a kid's voice. And we did not get a response 
anything related to Josiah in a positive note the entire night. Yeah. Actually, I don't think we got a response anything well, to Josiah. Just about, I mean, about... Um, we were talking to the kids, but, like... I, was saying, then, I mean, that's why he said positive note, because between the kid being hesitant with the no, and then just not hearing much from him in general. Anything. Yeah. Nothing. I want to say this. Also, the scariest moment for me the entire night, the only time I actually felt scared, and you guys watched me do this, was while we were listening to these recordings, it flashed my flashlight directly into the kitchen. Might have been my eyes playing a trick on me. I'm willing oh, to admit yeah. that. There was, there's the crossbar of the window, and there was like you know a little stand in the left side of it. In between that, at an angle, I saw the shadow of an axe blade. The scariest fucking moment of my life. And I literally sat there. I'm not letting that fucking thing creep up on me. I'm not letting my eyes play tricks on me. Yeah. I just sat there with the light shining in the kitchen. Yeah. You sat there for a good solid two minutes, I think. Oh, it was longer than that. It was mm-hmm. most of this recording that I sat there like that. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was uh, shortly after that that I made the decision. I'm sick of seeing stuff. I'm just going to sit around with my eyes closed for a bit. I'm pretty sure that's that's when all of us were like, because right about then we stopped. That was the end of the recordings, and we all at that point were just kind of like, you know what? I think it was like five thirty in the morning at this point. Yeah, and we're like, you know what? I think we're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sun will be up in an hour. Let's let's get a little bit of sleep while we can. Two hour drive home. Let's get let's get some sleep. Yeah, yeah. I will say originally I was thinking that oh I'm not gonna even bother going to bed. <laughs> Cole also heard this so I believe that I did not just hear it in my sleep deprived state yeah. I'm sitting there on my phone I'm like I'm just going to wait and then you know I'll just sleep when I get home I, I don't want to miss any moment in this house the sun will be up in like half an hour then all of a sudden I heard a right above us in the kids bedroom yep. and I put my phone down and said fuck it I'm going to sleep Yep, I heard it too and I I think that was the moment where I started playing YouTube to try and just cancel everything. I was like, nope, nope, not dealing with this, not dealing with this. Just phone, cooperate, play, just fucking something. Just play a video. That was the only thing I heard. Audibly, all night. And, yeah. Because we because everybody else was asleep or laying down. Yeah, I was quite, on the couch. At this point, drunk Kyle's passed out in Lena and Ina's room. The doorway, yeah. I was laying quietly and still trying to block everything out in my sleeping bag in the in the kitchen corner area. Not in the kitchen, still in the parlor with everybody else because fuck that. Screw that. Yeah. And yeah, I was laying on the couch and he was laying on the other side of the room and yeah, I heard that too the same time he did. I was not having it. Neither of us were having it. We heard him just nope. And I, think, I think that was what kept me awake for another 30 to 45 minutes from what I really needed to be. Yeah. And that's kind of what brought us to our end of our night in Villisca, Iowa. Ugh. We 100% plan to go again. And uh, hoping we'll have even more stuff for you guys at that point. And possibly even another location for you to find uh, our evidence and information. We'll hopefully have more information for that coming up here soon. But... I want to thank you guys for uh, joining us tonight and uh, in this spooky ass episode. Yeah, huge thanks to Sebastian, aka Dire Situations, on Twitch. 
Sebastian, you want to hit everyone with your socials again? Yeah. Uh, again, twitch.tv slash dire situations for all the streams and everything. Um, I, you will also be able to find my schedule, which doesn't usually get updated, but once my uh, audio that I have mis- that mysteriously disappeared before coming here today gets put back on i am planning to do before starting whatever game i decide to stream that day i'm going to go through the audio i'm going to talk with everybody and maybe get more on a one-on-one with me um so again check out my check out twitch for that schedule i will make sure that is on the schedule so you don't miss it also uh all my updates, everything else that goes on Twitter at situationsdire one, the number one, like actual number one, and uh, I mean talk to me directly and join the community in the situation room on Discord. Yeah. And then reminder, you can also find all of our episodes on Spotify as well as Podbean, and we will be back with more anime talk next week when we get back into the swing of things. Anime assignment this week is Angels of Death. Goes very great with our topic. We will also be talking about Bofuri. I did not want to get hurt, so I put all my stats in defense. So we'll be doing a two-part anime assignment, as well as a fun topic as we rehash one of our biggest arguments. For our big event. For episode number 25. Quarter of the way to 100. And we are still rocking here in season two. We will see you guys next week. Thank you so much. This has been the Weekly Weaves. And before I leave you, just remember, no matter how dire the situation, we'll get through it. Have a good night, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.